0: hey everybody it's me please hit that subscribe button the like button that notification bell or whatever you can do on whatever podcast platform that you are on interact with us leave comments share it with your friends share it with your enemies that you might want to be friends with again they might hate you more it doesn't matter do it anyway we would appreciate that and we do appreciate you thank you now on to the show everybody, and welcome to Triple Clowns, where I am super excited. I know my voice might not sound that way right now. I'm usually more excited sounding. I'm trying to be more level for everybody so I don't blow your ears out, because I have realized I do like to you yell. You do. Uh, I have no volume control. You would think I'm <laughs> deaf,
1: actually. Uh, worse I, than I've tr- been wanting to bring this up for a while. Yeah. You used to do X and goal. Hello, everybody, and welcome. You, you sounded so exciting. Ever since we started this, it sounds like you've like, lost your dog.
0: Well, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's and, and, and don't bring that up. I actually did lo- lose my dog, so um, come back wherever you are. And he probably what ran away because though? he thought I was yelling at him all the time, probably. <laughs> so anyway, welcome everybody to Triple Clowns. If you had to deal with that, uh, we don't edit that part out. Welcome, and I hope you're still aboard at this time because we have a super exciting um, card today. I want to say card actually right now because it's like we're a horse track track. uh yeah we're gonna call it a card we have super exciting card today we have chip gerkey on dr derby and we had a great conversation with chip that we already recorded so i can already say that i know it's great and it was fantastic chip was great and he is dr derby and i'm gonna keep saying dr derby because i don't think he embraces that name much i am alongside aj Ryder as always, and the beautiful Sarah Marie. So let's get right into it, because I I know our interview was long. So let's get right into the news, which we do every day that we're on. Sarah, take it away for the news.
2: All right, uh, first up, War of Will, who was the 2019 Preakness winner, is going to be coming back, running the Sunshine Forever Stakes, May 9th at Gulfstream. Now Gulfstream is looking to add more stakes races. Um, with what's going on and all these tracks being closed. They are trying to open it up to keep these horses running. They have another one that they're doing, um, the Unbridled, which is April 25th for three-year-olds. But yeah, War of Will, which I know people were wanting to see as, you know, after the Preakness, he did third in the Pennsylvania Derby, ninth in the Breeders' Cup Classic, Kind of took a break after that,
0: though. So. Yeah, well, well, he's he's had a weird track. Yeah, um, good to see him back. Uh, uh, for everybody out there, uh, I've heard a lot of the fact of, and of course, Gulfstream's going to do more stakes for, so Why wouldn't they capitalize? Yeah. You're the only one around. Good for you. It only makes sense. It's more money. It's it's scary because, and I'll talk about that a little bit. If ever anybody hasn't checked it out, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, so I don't want to jump on you there. But I know Santa Anita did a thing on channel seven in LA or
2: Yeah, we should talk about that.
0: Um, yeah, which is the 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 people worried about losing their jobs. And I'm, you know, not to take away from what you just said, but we'll talk about that again. Because which I didn't know. And if you watch it, their doctors were there and are there. So their healthcare was there at the track. And now certain people aren't allowed back on the track that were working there every day that they had great services. And unlike you or I who could go and get tested for coronavirus and make sure we're okay. They can go do that. Yeah. They're like on top of it. And these people can't go for healthcare right now. So thank you, PETA, because we know you did it. Thank you. Don't worry about the horses. I mean, worry about the horses. Don't worry about the people. It's fine, PETA. Um, sorry. Why don't you you go get some blood, fake blood and throw it on people because that's all you're good for. So there you go. Uh, Right off the bat. Shout out to PETA. Yeah. Shout out to PETA because I hope you're happy. And this people might, might be, these people might die, but don't worry. You saved the horses that, oh wait, no, you didn't. Because they have nobody to look after them. Great move. Way to go. Thank you so much. Shout out to PETA there. Thank you. AJ, Roder, anything to add about
1: PETA? <laughs> Love those guys. <laughs> all right. They really uh, think things through all the time. It's it's great. Oh yeah,
2: they're they're very well
1: thought out.
0: And if no one's heard me before, yes. it's because I am totally blaming PETA for the shutdown.
2: And I think and, most I, people are. Uh, yeah,
0: and and well, still
1: we we, we we said horses can't get coronavirus, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, off. that's good. Let, let's attack the people then who take care of the horses. So then, yeah, that's good.
2: You know, because horses can feed and bathe and take care of themselves because they're human, right? They don't right. need people.
0: And they don't need Well, yeah, I think
1: that's what PETA thinks, though, kind yeah. of, isn't it?
0: Probably. I think so. I think i think, i think think they think these horses would be in the wild right now. The ones that are there would be, yeah. even be born.
1: Um, well, being a part of PETA is sort of like a mental illness. Where you have this vision of how animals are in your head, but it's not really a thing. It's like Scientology.
0: Wow,
2: yes.
0: hitting two things. Let's
2: right, go right. there. Right, yeah, All right.
0: well, that's a whole different ballgame. We'll get on. Um, once again, turning heel. Turning heel. Turning heel. Uh, I came
1: in guns hot today. On this,
2: yeah, this hard yeah. ass yeah. podcast of ours.
0: And, and, and Chip's listening right now, going, "Did I really go on yeah. this show?"
2: Sorry, Chip.
0: Shit. And if you lost your job, Chip, we're sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: Chip, uh, Chip yeah, emailed no, us asking we you could come back Santa on
1: time. and anymore.
2: Santa Anita, that, that news just broke this morning. Um, you know, these workers are scared. They are establishing a fund to help these workers out. Um,
0: Here's an idea start racing again and we can help these workers out. Because, and also people don't realize the training of these horses and these people's jobs are because of the money that comes in from betting. If there's no money coming in, these people can't get paid. So of course they're going to get laid off. And these horses are going to ship out. They're not going to die, PETA. They're not going to, I mean, I think that might be what you want. I mean, even though I know you're trying to save them, they're not going to end up on your farm so you can put them there and do what you want with them. We all know how that works. They're going to get shipped to another track.
2: Yeah, they're going to still race.
0: It's just going to lose all the jobs (laughs) for the California people. Yeah, I mean, these are expensive animals, and all right. So anyway, I thought I went off about that. Uh, but obviously, but I do want to say to the handicappers, when we talk about the news here, I do know a lot of handicappers have gotten a hold of me, and they're just hating the fact of it's like Oakland and Coldstream, and a lot of people just hate vetting those tracks. I'd like to hear what people think about that, because they're just like, oh, please, California, open up again. Please, these other tracks open up again. Because it's used to what they're handicapping. And Oaklawn, I mean, it was all over the map and it always kind of is for handicappers. And especially handicappers coming over that don't usually bet these tracks. So I know people are but you know what? All I have to say to them is stop your bitching because at least you have something to bet on.
2: Exactly. <laughs> because, yes. That's all we got right yeah, now. Like, I don't care, I'm not gonna bet these yeah.
0: tracks again. Yes, you are. Yes you are. Yes, you are. Because you're like us and you will swear off horse racing forever.
1: Yeah. Until
2: the next race.
1: Yeah, I was kind of born into this world where there's only been like Gulfstream and yeah, that, this, Will Rogers and yeah, this <laughs> this is
0: true. Uh, this is true.
1: I don't Which even know like to bet these other tracks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: So, all right, Sarah. What else in news?
2: Um. Well, this, I think this story kind of follows up. It's it's a little bit odd. So, Mike Smith. Uh, he won the jockeys' challenge in Saudi Arabia with, aboard Sun Hat. Uh, he got first which now he's been demoted to third because sun hat has been tested positive for cobalt which cobalt was a common it's, it's a it's a mineral that's yes. found in cobalt. vitamin b yeah it's on
0: like the mineral chart
2: yeah the yeah e- exactly and the, and, and they used to the use a lot of
0: elements we're
2: gonna do science with randy next yeah yeah Um, Yeah, it's an element. um, And it was used for the physiology of the horse. Um, But with recent studies, they found it affected a lot of things from neurological problems to GI problems. So they have now banned it and now it's considered um, a doping agent.
0: Okay, so let's make this clear really? that I know you mentioned Mike Smith. He was a jockey. Mike Smith didn't give this horse Cobalt, I believe. So, no, no, so, no, no. Okay, so Mike Smith he was – He
2: was riding the horse, but he did get – I mean, well, The excessive
0: th- whipping he got in trouble for. Yeah. He did now, though, get – because of the maximum security thing, his horse, Midnight Basu, came in second. So now I'm guessing that that horse is first – I wonder if his fine goes up because it was supposed to be a percentage of his purse. Yeah, I
2: don't know how yeah, that Yeah, that that's out. a whole
0: thing. Mike, if you're listening, I know you're friends with Gerard. Maybe you are. We'd like to know if you're getting Please fined more now. And and in and, and no way did Sarah accuse you of giving the horse. Hit. I don't know why she led with Mike Smith wrote him.
2: No. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know but, why either.
0: Because
2: um, apparently he's been the, the topic of our last couple weeks podcast. We just seem to bring him up in the most random places.
0: Yeah, so not only excessive whipping which we talked about before yeah now he's gonna lose money and get placed back i mean i don't think mike smith is hurting for money but but like he said the travel to going to saudi arabia and the time and everything i mean this is a guy that's once again i don't think he's hurting for money but he did that and it's like why did i come here right and now you're just gonna find me like i'd be surprised if i see mike smith back there after this whole thing
2: i mean why would you well, like because a, it's a twenty million. No, I know race. it is, but, that, but like you why. just went through this hassle of all of this, and and now you're getting fined for for something that yeah, I, I I'd I'd be think is. You could argue that one.
0: Yeah, I'd like I'd like to know. Uh, I mean, he might not come out and loud to say it because no. he might not.
2: You Probably know. can't.
0: Well, you no, know, he can, but he might not want to, you know, drop drop his foot off.
2: Yeah, that's fine. yeah.
0: And anything else you can do, do that I'm like Bill Nye, the try hard guy when it comes to science. If you want to know anything about cobalt, please email me and I'll stare Respond. Yes. Um,
2: He'll spam it all. All right. So I think this is this uh, cobalt thing. I wanted to talk about uh, the Louisiana tracks, actually. Um, You know, all three of the tracks there's Delta Downs, there's Louisiana um, Downs, and there's Evangeline. So the three tracks were closed for training as of March 20th. And the Louisiana board opened them up saying they have to train at least every other day. And this was supposed to start Monday and Delta Downs and Louisiana Downs, or no, excuse me, Evangeline and Louisiana Downs opened. Delta is still closed. And there's a lot of trainers who can't even go and get their horses that, that they want to move them to Louisiana Downs. Well, And no reps have come out and said, because they're owned by the same, you know, Boyd Gaming owns you know delta and evangeline and they even tried to file a temporary restraining order against all of this because they just want it down done no more training no more nothing and the judge denied that Good for them. saying that as of april 9th you need to be open for training these horses and when the trainer showed up monday there were still padlocks at delta downs
0: wait so the horses just hanging out by themselves
2: yeah they, yeah they want to get their horses and move them to louisiana downs and they're fighting this.
0: Wait, so the horses must be. Tamed. Is that is that I even know, legal? Tamed, but
2: they're not training. That's the thing.
0: Oh, they're not allowed to run around the track. Yeah. So they're afraid to go feed them, but uh, a horse alone can't run around a track. Yeah. Because
2: which
1: human, why one human on there? Just take why? it outside the track. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just cut the gate. Let them run. Let them let and them our run Our horses wild. down their
1: street legal? Yeah.
0: Right. He, I think I'm, they are. Yeah, I mean that yeah. that's crazy. Um that but there is somebody that we can talk to. Shout out to Don Stevens, the track announcer at Delta Downs. And he is supposed supposed to be coming on the show um at some point, hopefully. So maybe Don, if you're out there Get on here, and, and let's talk about this.
1: Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he's still padlocked and delta down. Yeah, he's actually stuck
0: they in the announcer him. booth. Yeah,
2: they trapped him in the booth.
0: <laughs> he's not allowed to leave the announcer booth right now, yeah. which is awful, because imagine having going go to a loudspeaker and asking for a sandwich. It would just be really odd. Uh, like, come in, come in. I, I need a ham sandwich. And, yeah, especially with those great track announcer voices. That'd that would Hold be fantastic. Hold the mail and give me some pickles. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're just, we're, next segment is track announcers ordering food <laughs> um all right so yes uh, yeah. yeah so we do yeah let's let's yeah maybe maybe don't at least contact us we can get a hold of him and find out yeah crack what yeah. what's going on there and hopefully the padlocks come off the doors because how are they fighting if a judge said to do it how are they
2: yeah, that's that's the thing the judge said as of april 9th you have to be open to be training at least every other day
0: and they still have padlocks.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel a conspiracy going on. Don't
2: mm-hmm. worry, I'll come
0: up with it, guys, and I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. All right. Just,
2: we'll start that rumor. Anything else in the news? That's what I got. That's all.
0: All right, so that's it for the news. Let's get yes. right to it. Chip, Gurky, Dr. Derby, let's bring him
3: on right now.
4: Where did you get your PhD? (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't have that, but uh, we picked up the name Dr. Derby because there was some uh, local radio here. Uh, I did, uh, so I would come on uh, a couple times a year for Breeders' Cup, Kentucky Derby, you know, any other relevant big races, and the, the host of the sports show wanted to, just came up with this nickname because uh hit some some derby uh horses a couple times and so they just they just came up with this nickname and it stuck and uh that's how i came up with it and and kind of horse racer nation kind of turned that into the name of the column so
0: i, I love it though dr derby it sounds it's a great it's name pretty awesome. yeah uh, yeah, no yeah. yeah just just run with that that's fantastic and uh let me ask you right off the bat which i ask most our uh, almost all our guests uh especially the writers, uh, as you are. Uh, how did you get into riding and horse racing in Rage.
4: general? Well, it's a long story. So, back in high school, um, I had a friend whose family owned racehorses at Arlington. And then one day, uh, they asked me to come watch their horses race. And so I went to Arlington. I remember it was a, a June, nice June day, and uh, their horse ran. And from that day forward, uh, I was hooked, and uh, uh, this was in. Uh, this is the year Ali Sheba ran, and uh, Ali Sheba got me really hooked into the sport. On top of that, that's what kind of drew me in, and uh, I was a huge Ali Sheba fan. So, uh, so from that day on, I was into it. and I was really hardcore in the '90s, and you know, and and from that point on, and and pretty much memorized pedigrees and races and watched everything I could. And back then there was no internet. So I was so um, hardcore that back then you couldn't pull stuff up on the internet. So there was this 1-900 number you'd have to call to listen to race calls to find out the results of races (laughs) in almost real time. It was crazy. So um, I did that. And uh, I was one of those people that would be calling up on a Sunday night trying to find out the results because, of course, you couldn't find out back then until Monday morning in the newspapers. And that's only if the newspapers uh, wrote about it. So, so, yeah, that's how I started out. And then from that point forward, it just snowballed over the years. And then, um, did, like I said, I did some radio, local radio. Uh, uh, and then I got connected with Horse Nation a few years ago. And, uh, you know, the rest is history
0: that's that's funny you say that's that awesome. because yeah number one ali sheba has been brought up like a few times mm-hmm. with chris mccarron who was somebody's favorite jockey which we asked the question of and the same thing um i was i remember the ali sheba uh, uh thing my father actually went to that belmont and watched him yeah breathe. um you know and we just had somebody talk about Gopher wand was that day Go for Wand died on the track obviously sad mm-hmm. story same day. Uh, that's been coming up a lot. But the, uh, I used to go to an OTV gym with my father. Uh, you might not have had one around. You it, it did. It, oh, you did. So we would have like, the radio on. And I'm a kid at this point. And then, what, this is 1987, probably, Ali Sheba? 87? 86? Ali Sheba's 87, yeah. Yeah, 80,
4: 87. 88. It was 87, 88. Yeah. yeah,
0: so I'm 11 at the time. And it, there would be like a radio on. And you'd be listening to the, to the races at an OTB. And this is a life I grew up with, by the mm-hmm. way, everybody. And uh, you wonder uh, why I am who I am. But uh, yes, so I do now remember you're here. the 900 numbers. I remember all that. Um, yeah, where you just, people listening to a race with the tickets in their hand. It doesn't, it's not that long ago, I feel. But it is, but what a, what a great, that, that's fantastic.
4: It, I mean, I, I could tell, I mean, yeah, the, the, the 1-900 number of people will f- probably listening or watching will find that kind of crazy, but that's how it was. There was no other way. I remember I had a specific store in Arlington Heights, Illinois, right down the street from Arlington. I had to go to buy racing forms or to buy blood horse magazines to keep up to date with the news. And that's what I would do. So uh, there was a lot of work to be a hardcore fan back in the late 80s and 90s. Uh, trust me. So uh, I made a lot of trips there. Uh, Ali Sheba, like you said, yeah, was, was the horse that got it started for me. And Golfer Wan, probably my, one of my favorite fillies of all time. And also, she's probably the one of the, in the top two as far as uh, top three, I should say, of uh, three-year-old fillies that I've ever seen race. So
0: That's funny. I actually put out something. Um, Which I'll send over to you because I made a 10 horse Philly race in their prime and I didn't put Gopher Wand on there. And I got a lot. Wow. I know, I I know. But I know, I know, I know. I had, you know, but I had Ruffian, I had, you know, Zenyatta, you know, uh, Rachel, I had Imp even. Um, I I went pretty deep. I I put Winks in there. Um, not three. I didn't do three-year-olds, obviously, because I put Winks, I put feet, all Phillies, and I didn't put Gopher Wand, and I got hammered.
4: <laughs> so you're right up my alley here talking about these past divisions, and I always, like specifically with any of the divisions, I always try and... Because Gopher Juan ran at three, so I can't rank her with older fillies and mares. So I have to keep it with three-year-olds. So as far as three-year-old fillies go, it's Ruffian, Gopher Juan, Rachel, Alexander. I don't know what order you want to put them in, but to me, those three clearly stand out uh, over the past, you know, 40 years. Um, then with older fillies, of course, you can you could name a few that you said. And I, I, I always put Cola right up there in the top three.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's funny. Yeah. Um. I'll send you over that because yeah, I put a ten horse field, and I said, "What's your super for people?" Which is wow. very interesting. Um, Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. I had ruffian, um, uh, which a lot of people did have. Uh, I mean, never lost a call. We all know this. Uh, there's a couple that I'll send you that people sent me that I was like, "Wow. Okay. You know. Um. Unbelievable." Uh, I think the Philly race would be better than, like, a three-year-old male race, really. I agree. <laughs> yeah, um, which is that, – that that's fantastic. And we could go on all day about this, I'm sure. We can.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, one be, thing about golf One, I just want to tell you that for people out there, the best race I've ever seen – going at the time was by a go for wanting that distaff till that tragedy because I've never seen a confrontation like that between two champions right out of the gate you had it going on it was it was uh it was unbelievable and a sad day a saddest uh, of my racing life for sure
0: yeah yeah i mean the class that they showed back and forth like they just did not want to give up that lead and you know, obviously, they say. I mean, I, I did not want to talk about it, but they do say Gopher Wand broke her leg like 12 or 15 strides before. That's what she they broke said. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which is incredible. And same place, basically, that Ruffian did. I know. Which is just creepy and weird and sad. Um, but on a lighter note, let's get off the <laughs> tragedies of horses. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. let, let's let's talk about um, I, I want to know your opinion before we get into all the derby thing and all, all this stuff going on well I want to talk about the stuff going on right now because we have some pretty in California we have some crazy opinions on it I don't know if you listen to ours uh, but we, we have something about the Santa Anita thing and no horse racing here
4: how do you yep. feel about
0: what's going on right now in horse racing with what they're doing
4: well, I think that um they're probably doing the right thing right now. Uh you know, I'm on uh, I have varying opinions about this whole uh, mess that's going on with the with the COVID nineteen around the country as far as strategies to to slow it down and whatnot. Uh, I know Oak Lawn's running. Um San Diego for some reason is not running when they were. Uh mm-hmm. You know, I don't know all the details. You probably know more than me about that. I think a lot of it might be political. Uh, do I think that racetracks can run without stand, uh, people in the stands right now? You know, Sure, I guess I could say that, but all it's going to take is one person to get infected, and sure enough, they're going to close it down. So I, I, don't, know, I don't know what's going to happen here. I do know this. I'm fairly certain that there's no way the Kentucky Derby will run this year with spectators in the stands. And I'm fairly certain the breeders will not run the fans in the stands. If anybody thinks otherwise, I think you're just not reading the news and not seeing what's happening. I just, I just don't see it happening, especially the Derby in early September. So do I think it's right that there's what four tracks running right now? Am I right with that four? Um, I
0: believe it's for Tampa Gulfstream, Oaklawn. And well, there's, there's Donner.
4: And mean yeah. as Rogers. Foner, Foner, yeah. Uh, you know, do I think they'll reopen St. to run? I think they will. But the political climate there, you know, I don't know, man. Um, I'd like to see them start running, but it's a two-edged sword. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I know this. If if I'm an owner of a of a graded stakes horse right now, uh, like let's say tis the law who is the derby favorite in my opinion you cannot skip the arkansas derby because you don't know when your next big race is going to be right now
2: yeah right exactly
0: yeah and that's a, that's a really good point because i feel like the arkansas derby and i don't know you you i'm sure you know better than me i feel that could be at this point how it's going like a 15 horse race
4: right? <laughs> right listen the arkansas derby right now is shaping up to be kentucky derby ask and yes, yeah i've heard rumblings that they might split it into two divisions if uh they have enough entries so oh, like the rebel see, i just yeah. exactly like the rebels uh was it last year so so uh everybody's well i say it looks like many are pointing to it i know i just read something about tis the law maybe maybe not i don't i don't believe that i think we'll see as this gets closer there's nowhere else to run where else are you going to run if, if you if you own one of these horses i mean you're people are talking about haskell the haskell's in what July? i don't yeah. think that's by any means a lock to run yeah we, we actually just
0: reported that the haskell they're thinking about during as a derby prep which is crazy to me
4: <laughs> it is crazy it's crazy what about the Travers? Then you got Naira, which I think is a long shot to run that Saratoga meet. Look what's happening in New York. Do you really, I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah, a tough they call. Had, they exactly. had tra- tragically,
0: they had a back, the back stretch worker died.
2: Yeah, so, Belmont. Yes,
0: at Belmont. Yeah, yeah. Belmont. So, so yeah, the New York circuit, that's going to be a big hit. Um, obviously. And yeah, New York, I, you're right. I, I think you're right. I don't think I agree with, I don't think there's going to be people in the stands of anything till next year. I, I really don't. Um, yeah. We might run things. I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't think there'll be anything. But, we, you know, we talked about the Santa Anita thing, which I think you're absolutely, you hit on, which we just think it's totally political because they have been testing before everybody gets on the track. It's like the safest place to be was Santa Anita. Like they were testing the people, half the people are already there, more than half are already there with the horses and come to find out they're saying it was PETA that got behind it and <laughs> all that shit, which I'm not surprised because
2: peter has been after
1: saying it. Yeah. A while and, was, now.
0: and don't say anything about PETA because AJ Ryder is like a big supporter of PETA. <laughs> yeah. Correct, yeah. AJ? Yeah,
1: Me and sure. Peter are like this. <laughs> yeah, He does not like PETA. So, yeah. Those guys, they know how to party, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, Santa Anita, we were just dumbfounded um, with it, and Golden Gate, and I, I don't know, because we're doing pretty good out here with everything uh, in L.A., you know, knock on wood. But, uh, yeah, uh, we were surprised at the Santa Anita closing, and I do think it was political, because they just don't want horse racing in California. <laughs> um
4: it's a tough call, man. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen out there, but California, I mean, you, well, you live there, so you, you know how it is. And- oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, – yeah, it's not – you're not in the, the favor, let's just say, when you – like horse racing here. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, with that being said, uh, what, yeah, what do you think what, – what did you think about the last week's race, the Oaklawn Stakes?
4: So I don't know how much it's tough to say if if this is going to be, you know, affect, you know, the Kentucky jury, Mr. Big News. Derby happens so to me right now I'm looking at horses for the uh, you know Arkansas Derby because that's really the only thing in town coming up uh, next and then beyond that I don't know what to make of everything right now I yes I have the rankings you know we rank three-year-olds certainly everybody has their Kentucky Derby rankings I sort of rank them uh, as far as the three-year-old male rankings Um, but you know, I don't know. I just don't think the Oaklawn Stakes is going to have much of an impact on the Kentucky Derby.
0: No, I don't either. And I actually said that even before the race. I said the biggest thing out of this race I want to see is if I actually think a horse in that race will be a Kentucky Derby contender. And it did not prove anything to me um, with that race, personally. But um, I, I agree. It was a little bit, I think it went off muddy or sloppy.
4: It, yes, it was. It was. And, 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 and he'll be probably in the Arkansas Derby, Mr. Big News. Um, uh, I guess if he, if he runs well there, then we could certainly change our opinion. But at this point, I think, it's, you know, a sloppy track, you know, 46 to 1, I think he was. Uh, uh, so, I don't know. Let, let's, just, let's just see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's gonna be crazy. And I, I, I talked about this with a few other people after um the the whole thing about September came out and one of the things was that um how do you think I mean it's gonna be wait like I don't know if the same horses would win the derby that have won it in the past if it's September. Like, there's going to be so much more. I mean, now we have Mayfles in the mix, you you know, um, obviously. And, I mean, could a a horse come out of nowhere before we get into our picks that we haven't even seen yet? Is that possible, do you think?
4: No, I think it's a whole different dynamic with the guitar. Let's just assume – the Kentucky Derby is run the first Saturday or whatever it is in in September. Let's assume that we have a couple races before. Let's assume the Travers is run, which they say move it back, and it's a month before the Derby, and the Haskell's move back maybe a month before the Travers. Who, who knows? Um, Let's assume we have all those races. There's not going to be, in my opinion, at least, a horse that is going to be a late bloomer that comes up and and steals the race and wins the the run for the roses. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it'll be much more full. I think you're going to see similar to what you see in some of these late summer, early fall races for three-year-olds. You're going to see favorites that come in, and I just think it'd be tough to see a long shot or anything like that uh, sneak up on us.
0: Okay. And that's interesting um before we get into our questions and everything uh what do you guys have anything for chip
2: no i don't ag do you
1: no what do you want to do the five questions
0: yeah i was gonna just go five questions right now and talk yep. to everybody Yep.
1: oh five questions yeah, right. let's do it.
0: oh yeah no i'm gonna give you five questions oh yeah this is fun you'll like this all right i ask everybody these five questions pretty simple um uh number one is who is your favorite horse of all time?
4: Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Farlap.
3: Oh God, uh, we've been to,
0: I've been to Tampa, I've been to the Florida tracks, I've been to the New York tracks, um, I went to Colonial Downs, have you ever been there, Jim? I've not been to Colonial, no. Um, I went to Colonial Downs, uh, it's, it's, it's weird, big giant building, it's nice, oh God, Turf Paradise, oh God, Cal- almost the ca- all the California tracks, I've never been to Golden Gate, um, but
4: yeah, I've never been to, been to Golden Gate. Before. How is Golden Gate? I heard it's beautiful. It's right out. It's right, you know, you got a highway right there. Um, uh, you can actually see most of the track of the grandstand from the highway. Uh yeah, it, it was nice. Actually, it's bigger than I thought. Um, the Kentucky tracks, if you haven't been to obviously Churchill Downs, Keeneland was was great. Uh, it's exactly what you would think. Is it's in the middle of it's what you see on TV. It's right there, you know, bordered by different uh, farms and uh uh, I'm looking forward to the Breers Cup uh, getting back there. We'll, we'll see how that, that ends up. But, yeah, uh, great venue. Yeah,
0: speaking of that, um, that's actually – I'm glad you brought that up because has anybody talked about um, – you would know way more than I would or any of us, I'm sure um, – what's going on with, like, the – I mean, the Belmont, and the Preakness. I mean, all we're doing is talking about the Derby. I mean, yeah. mathematically, wouldn't it fall right into the Breeders' Cup almost?
4: This is this is what I'm saying. I'm, this is why it's just, it's just a mess. Because yeah. okay, the Derby was scheduled for the first Saturday of May, and they just sort of Churchill of Downs Inc. decided to schedule it that day. Really, no consultation with the other racetracks. So, so they're assuming, you know, everybody's assuming that Naira will reschedule the Travers. Well. Maybe they decide no, they're going to run the Travers in the third week of August or second week of August. August, and you know what? Whatever happens, happens. But then you're right; you have the Preakness. Well, is the Preakness going to be rescheduled to the third week of Saturday or third week of September? And then, is the Belmont going to be rescheduled for the second week of October? Well, that happens in the Breeders' Cup. You know, there's yeah. so many variables here. That's why I hesitate to really take the Kentucky Derby scheduling seriously right now because. I just don't know what they'll do. If they're forced to have the race without spectators in the stands, will they still have it or just say, Hey, let's regroup for next year, which I personally think they should have done, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, it, it makes no sense. I mean, I heard for a second, but it's kind of been buried. Um, I thought I just actually like dreamt it, but I, I know I read somewhere that the Belmont at one point was just like, no, if we can open, <laughs> we're gonna run when we run. And I was like, is the Belmont actually gonna go first? Which that would be a big fuck you to Kentucky to be like, hey, that's what you get. You wanna go September, we're going in August, and we're gonna be the first one and the longest one by that.
4: <laughs> like Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I mean, because you, you have the Kentucky Derby scheduled the first Saturday of May, but there are so many races there was you know you had the Jim Dandy and Haskell the last week of July for you know first week of August depending on the scheduling and then you had the Travers usually the third week of uh, August so this is just a huge domino effect that nobody knows how it's going to play out because really nobody knows if there's going to be racing in New York uh, for a while and that's why it's it's just that's why i say when we talk about the 3 year old males if you if you have a of a 3 year old male that is running like Tis of the Law or Authentic or Nadal uh, you really in my mind you have to point for the Arkansas Derby uh, it's a big race and it's the only one going on right now that we know is scheduled
0: yeah and then almost mm-hmm. just aim for the classic cuz that's probably going to be at some
4: point yeah and and like we said okay if the derby is run and let's say the like we said they schedule the preakness and then, there's because the Belmont, I mean, the Breeders' Cup scheduling is in doubt because, yeah. and I that ain't, that's not going to be moved in my opinion. So, uh I don't know. This is a difficult time, and um, I think there's going to be a lot of outside the box thinking with some of this rescheduling.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know with everything, we're in uncharted waters, and that's just Absolutely. yeah, and that's just that's just what it is. Because yeah, when you say it, like, when I think about it the Pimlico and Belmont aren't even running during that time. Like, the track isn't even in operation. Like, you're in Saratoga. You're in, I don't know, Laurel or wherever at that point, right? With Pimlico? I think, something like that. Um, yeah, like, these tracks aren't even, what, are they going to open up for the Belmont? Are they going to do the Belmont and Saratoga? I mean, I think the Kentucky Derby was just, I think you're right. I think it was just, like, to make everybody's mind at ease, being like, hey, all right, we're just going to do it first September I mean for Saturday in September,
1: and we'll talk about
0: everything else later.
1: But. Well, I think everything you have to kind of take tentatively anyway, because who knows? This thing might, this whole outbreak might get worse in the next two months, and then where are we going to be at scheduling wise? Where it gets pushed back again? Everything we're have to. Yeah. Yeah. You, we, we have to. Thank you, AJ. We four track. Jumping well, only in with- four tracks are Go open. Down. They might not be open in two months. All right. Great. Thanks. We're all going to die.
0: AJ. Thank you. Uh, we're, yeah. Way to be a sh- ray well. of sunshine for
1: us, buddy. No, you hey, know, you it- wanted a more hardcore podcast. I'm playing it. Like it is. <laughs> I it
4: I've been telling people, you know, we have the arc, uh, the Oakland der- or uh, Arkansas Derby to look forward to, but you know what? That's what may 2nd, that's three weeks. Who knows what could happen even between now and then down there. So right. I just think all bets are off right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know where all bets aren't on off? On, on, on AJ's Bovada, which he's betting ping pong.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Be- bets are on always on that.
4: <laughs> That's my account too. That's my site, Bovada.
0: <laughs> what, what, what are you playing chip let's let's talk about this are you playing like are you looking at like the simulcast oh no i'm mean simulated that simulcast simulated madden games you're not that guy are you
4: no i'll do uh no i'm not i'm not that bad no uh bovada has some poker on there i'll do uh yeah. you know there's various other things a few little things out there that i'll dabble in but but But, uh, you know, for for horses, I'll stick with Twin Spires um, for the most part. Unless unless I got a future or future wager you want to make a Movada because they have a lot of options there for different props and future wagers, especially props for uh, races going on that day, you know, big races. And I probably will for the uh, Arkansas Derby.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually the same. And that brings me up to a segment that I just made up. Chip, what's the dumbest bet you ever made online? And what was it?
4: Well, wow. Let me think about this. The dumbest bet. I well, I don't know what dumb. But um, okay, okay. The
0: silliest. Let's just say not dumb. Let's just say what have you bet on that you're not proud of betting on? Like, did you ever lay like a hundred bucks on a WNBA game or something like that?
4: No, I haven't done that. Um, I haven't <laughs> okay. done. I haven't. I haven't made any real stupid bet. I mean, maybe a couple stupid ones because I was stubborn with horses. Um, uh, some horses that maybe I. With yeah I can't really say that I've made any stupid bets like I was just being stubborn, but I have made some stupid, stubborn statements and written about certain horses I was completely wrong about because I was stubborn, but uh, <laughs> uh that's the Ar- arrow gave being one of them and probably justified to a degree but uh uh yeah that those are the two that stick out for me
0: all right, so bad calls on those. Because if we ask AJ right now, AJ, what's the stupidest thing you've bet on this, week? Oh, this uh, week? This week? This week. No, we have to go this week. We can't go ever because
1: um, it's going to be like two
0: kids skateboarding down the street.
1: What did, well, let me look at my transaction history. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're for This them. is good.
0: Chip, wait for this. This is good. You, you'll enjoy this.
1: Um... Well, I did lose. I did. I did lose five bucks on the uh, Arizona Cardinals and Dallas Cowboys Madden simulation.
4: <laughs> okay, that classifies as, as crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: is it degenerate? Um, it just, don't don't mince words here. No, who did I? Uh, no, who who was the who was the dark player? Bet, uh, Henning. Yeah, Henning. Oh,
4: you betting? Yeah, oh, I'll lowest. bet
1: anything. I'll bet anything. On it. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> so that's what I meant, Chip. So so when you think. But hold on, if
1: Pornhub, if Pornhub finishes the month of April as a top 30 website in the United States, I'm going to be making a lot of money,
0: guys. (laughs) Oh my God. Which I think is a great bet. And he's getting, he's getting odds on that, by the way, Chip, just so you know. That's unbelievable. He's getting odds on that bet, which I think is a steal. Um yeah I mean, as we're handicapping horses we should be yeah. handicapping porn sites
4: that- unbelievable <laughs>
1: exactly um, and if, for those of you out there Bovada if you're listening we're trying to get people to come to your site so Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh
0: yeah and this is the way to do it I'm sure yeah. um, also I, I heard one yeah. of the biggest bets, and Chip you might get a kick out of this one one of the biggest bets I heard who's gonna die first Magic Johnson or Charlie Sheen did oh. you see that, AJ?
4: Wow. No, I haven't seen
0: Terrible that. bet. And I heard it's like the most popular bet right wow. now. I don't know who's favored. Um, <laughs> I don't know who had planned that. It's a whole nother show where we have to get that angle, Chip. Yeah. We got we to we you know, go through that. But terrible. Betting on people dying. They're doing it. Um, so let's get right into it after that fun
1: little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's get right well, into real it. Real quick, real quick. Can I ask him one fun one? Yeah. Um where do you think Prince Henry and Meghan Markle will move to next? <laughs> Even money on San Diego? Uh you're getting about 2 to 1 for London, San Francisco 7 to 1, Vancouver 10 to 1, Toronto 15 to 1.
4: What about Los Angeles?
1: Yeah, I think they're already here. uh No, not We'll move to next.
4: Yeah, I know. They're not in Los Angeles now. They're up in Canada.
2: Oh, I thought they were here
4: already. I like how Chip's up to,
0: up to date on the royal family, Chip, by the yeah. way. Um, and, I thought oh,
1: but the stipulation is they must leave L.A. before 2022.
0: Oh, oh so they're in L.A. Uh,
1: wow.
4: I think they're back in London.
1: Back to London. Get two what to you, one on that. Two to one? All right, well. There we go.
0: Everybody out there, please don't bet on these things because no. you have a problem,
4: <laughs> dial 1-800-
0: you're an idiot. I don't yeah. know what it is, but something like that. Uh, all right, so let's get, let's get right into that. After that fantastic conversation about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, is it Prince Harry? No,
2: yeah. Yes.
0: Either way, is it weird that there's two kids in that? That one looks like John Elway, and the other one looks like uh, what's his name from Carson Wentz? It's weird that they look like quarterbacks. Am I right? And Wentz. <laughs>
4: Carson Wentz. That's funny. Yeah,
0: right. John Elway and Carson Wentz. Like that's it's funny. unbelievable. It is funny. Uh, yeah. But anyway, let's get on to chips. Chips, like, let me go here. I'm trying horses. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Whatever you want to talk about, that's right. fine.
0: Well, let's get back to horses and let's go on your top five. And maybe you can uh, talk to us about our top five a little bit. Um, let's get your top five because I know you rank them. These are our Derby favorites. Uh, we're very. I'm very California heavy, and it might be because mm-hmm. I'm here. Um, and let's hear yours first, and then you can uh, make fun of us about ours.
4: Well, so we talked Derby favorites. It's a like I said, it's a trick question because the Derby normally would be three weeks from from now, and it's not. So I have them ranked as three-year-old. My th- top ten three-year-olds, if you will. Uh, uh, so. Could I classify them as Derby? Sure, because that's who I would like going into the Kentucky Derby in three weeks, I guess. But I don't know how it's going to be, you know, a few months from now. But let's just get right to it. Tis the law, obvious for me, is uh, the number one ranked three-year-old. I think he would be the Kentucky Derby favorite. Uh, I think he dominated the Florida Derby last out. He validated the spot he's held. He did have that one loss uh, last fall, but, uh, you know, Tis the law to me, at least. I mean, I just think he's he's a standout, and uh, uh, you know, he did have that third at, at Churchill Downs last uh, last November. But I don't know. I know that both his races have been at Gulfstream. Uh, we know he's traveled. He's been at Sar- to Saratoga. He's been to Belmont, obviously Kentucky. So we know he can travel. That's a big thing for me. Um, uh, he is by Constitution. I'm not clear on Constitution getting the mile and a quarter. I remember Constitution well. So I'm not sure the 10 panels will be uh, up his alley, but to me, he's my favorite right now uh, to the law. And then uh, you want me to keep going? Yeah, no, I'll keep going. Authentic, obviously. I was slow to warm to authentic, but he's unbeaten at three career starts his last start was just uh really sensational he, in that San Felipe when he beat a strong field who I who, who one of those was Honor AP who I also like who was making his seasonal debut and Authentic handled him uh he was supposed to go in the San Anita Derby next uh I guess they're not going to point to the Arkansas Derby they say he's a freshening I don't I mean he's only run a couple three times this year I'm surprised that uh, he needs a freshening but uh, I like him a lot, and I'm going to stay on the West Coast with Nadal. Uh, I think that, well, he did run Oak Lawn this last out, so uh, he's West Coast based. But I really like Nadal. What I like about Nadal is I like his pedigree. I like that he's by blame, who I know will love the distance. I love how he shipped to Oak Lawn in one last out. That was a question after two starts. I wanted to see how he'd run when he shipped to Oak Lawn off of those two Sanita wins and he ran really impressively. So I don't think the distance is going to be an issue for Nadal. I think he's a serious player moving forward. So those kind of are my top three. And I will, as a cliff note, say, I know you're going to bring up the horse name Charlatan, but I refuse to rank a horse that has not run in a stakes race yet. I get it. He's looked great, but so did Hidden Scroll last year. Uh, uh, I just refuse to rank charlatan. To me, it's uh, insulting to the other horses that have earned it on the racetrack. I get he, he won that main special weight. He won that optional claimer on March 14th. Uh, there wasn't a lot of horses entered in each. Yes, he ran great. Let's see how he does next out, which very likely could be the Arkansas Derby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you want to just do
0: three or you want to keep going? Five.
4: I mean, I also like Sol Vellante. Uh, I don't know where he's going to run next. Uh, uh, I, like the, I like the way he's running. He's a closer. I'm not sure he's going to be best at a mile and a quarter, but I like the way he closes in his races. Uh, he's right up there for me. Uh, Honor AP I mentioned. I also, uh, I, you know, there's a couple others in there I like. Uh, I like Etendi, Indian. I know he he ran into Tis the Law on his next out. He still got third. He was beaten five lengths. You know, I'd like to see him again, maybe not against the Law on his next start. We may see him in Arkansas. I don't know yet. I know a lot of these are pointing to Arkansas. We'll see who shows up. Um, Those horses stand out for me right now. There's several others right underneath, but really for those top three, the Law, Authentic, and uh, Nadal, for me, just stand out from the rest.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, I'm gonna uh, just, I I wanna ask you a couple questions about those horses real quick, if you don't mind. I love the travel thing, and that's a really good point that we never talk about because you're absolutely right. If a horse can travel, they're, they're you know, because they don't well a lot of times, and certain horses don't care. Um, also, when you said um, Ette Indian, uh, I don't know if you saw or not, and I, I brought this up uh, on one of our things, but he was so washed in the last race. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, I
4: did. Right. Yeah, I know that. I some for some horses, it's no big deal, but um, you know, it, it could have affected him. Um, yeah, but yeah. he didn't run bad. Shackelford used to get washed all the time, and exactly, run.
0: yes, yeah, and but that was, and I looked back at his other races, and he wasn't washed like that. So I almost threw that race out for I'd say Indian because I, I don't, you know, I mean, it happens. He got amped up and. Whatever, but I did notice that, so uh, like uh, I do wanted to mention that and talk about that a little bit. Um, Charlatan, oddly enough, uh, we talk about this a few times on our mm-hmm. show, but I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, Nadal and Charlatan beat uh, one ho- a horse that Sarah and I actually own a micro share of. Both, but he, he was a favorite in both those races, a horse that we have a share of. We watched Charlton break his maiden in Santa Anita from the Winter circle because we had a three-to-five shot named Lane Way, if you remember that horse.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, so we watched Charlton. We watched Nadal beat him, (laughs) and then Charlton beat him.
4: I'm pulling up the chart on that now. Lane Way, yes. I see what you're saying. Charlton beat him by about 13.
0: Yeah, we have a micro share of that horse, which is funny, because we wow. actually stood there at, like, the favorite, I believe, in both those races was our horse.
4: And it was the favorite, yeah, seven to yeah, ten.
0: three to five against Charlottetown, So, yeah. we might have a little bit towards, you know, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually going to a Golden Gate now, Laneway, and going on turf. In a oh, okay. There. Yeah, so, we'll see how he does there. He's just trying to. That's be- cool. Yeah. So um, oddly enough, um, I kind of want Charlotte to win because I'll be like, we watched this first race yeah. in the winner's circle and then had to put our heads down and walk <laughs> away and let the actual and winners.
2: escort ourselves out of the winner's circle. Yeah.
0: So that was a good yeah. time. Um, yeah. So let's go on to real quick, Chip, if you want to listen to uh, Sarah's top five. And sure. Yeah, go ahead. I think hers are almost the same as yours, by the way. So it's yeah, kind of funny.
2: About. Um, no, I have well, three of them. So my number one was Charlotte number two Honor AP. Three, I have tis the law. Four, I pick Wells Bayou, and five, uh, Silvolante.
0: And goes. Uh, okay. Etienne Indian.
2: Etienne Indian was like my six-ish. He's somebody to watch, but not in, the, not in the top five. Yeah,
0: I agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about Wells Bayou? What do you think about that horse, Chip?
4: You know, I like the effort. Um, I just want to see another race uh, from Walls Bayou. And I think we're going to in the Arkansas Derby. So uh, I just... I'm not sure what to make of this horse. Um, obviously, like I said, it was a really good race that he ran last out. Um, they're going to ship him, it looks like, if I'm not mistaken, for sure, to the Arkansas Derby. I think he's a definite. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, like I said, they're all showing up. At least many of them are showing up for the Arkansas Derby. It's very Kentucky Derby-esque, and Wells Bayou, with the win there, is going to jump to the head of the class, or at least right up there uh, near Tislaw Law, in case the Law doesn't run.
0: Yeah, and I didn't know Charlotteson wasn't going to go there because you're absolutely right like what is he doing yeah
4: um yeah. Charlatan, Charlatan is supposedly targeting Oaklawn and the Arkansas Derby last oh, year. oh okay, okay.
0: I, th- I thought yeah he wasn't okay um all right so alex what is your top 5 do you remember or do you have to read yeah. them you want me to
1: you no, i mean read to you you guys can read them too <laughs> Okay,
2: we'll read them. All right, Alex has Authentic, <laughs> Nadal, Charlotte. No, I
1: switched. Remember, Nadal was first and then Authentic. Yeah.
2: No, 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 no. Before you switched, you had Nadal first. Then you yeah. Well, no,
1: it's a new week, so I switched them back.
2: Oh, he's switching them back. Uh, because he's don't a race,
1: and he switches them yeah.
2: back and forth. Okay, so it's number one, Nadal. Number two, Authentic. Number three, Charlatan. Four, Mischievous Alex. And five, King Guillermo.
4: King Guillermo is interesting. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's in my top 10. King, Gear, King Guillermo's yeah. in my top 10. Another one I'd like to see another start from, but, but you could say that about probably most of the horses, I guess, right, right. now. But um, yes, King Guillermo is in my top 10. Okay. So mine is um,
0: uh, almost the same. The top three, I have authentic first and I have to say, I wanted to mention, you saw the first race with Authentic Chip where he bounced off the rail. And that really worried me, obviously, that the horse was crazy. And then he looked so much like a champion in the next race. And I was like, okay, like he can, you know, I think he put the cotton in his ears or whatever he did. It does worry me with the derby because he does seem like he's a little spooky, um, which could hurt. But no crowd. I mean, we're talking different. Things. No crowd,
4: you're all set.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, authentic with no crowd. With crowd, I won't bet him. Um <laughs> great angle. Um at Nadal, I have in because I just think that he he might be a monster. Uh I also had Max Field, which no one's mentioned yet, because I think he that's more of a September good at two Yeah, it's more of a September thing where I think he's coming off that injury where if it wasn't September. And I have a horse that I mentioned on the show, and then won the other day at five to one after I mentioned him
4: in Money Moves. Do you know that, horse? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I had Money Moves.
4: But but I like your point about Maxfield. Uh, Maxfield ran well at age two, and, and this September Derby uh, is sort of tailor-made for maybe a two-year-old that graded stakes uh, caliber two-year-old that ran but he's just sort of a late starter at three, sort of like, you know, a couple others in the past that we've seen. Um, I'd have to think about it to come up with a few, but getting this September dirty gives them a lot more time to prep for it. Assuming there's somewhere to prep. That's the key right now. So um, yeah, I know what you're saying about Maxfield.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So I think we're all on the same page with probably the top 10 of it. Any in your top 10 that we didn't mention at all that we should take a look at and anybody should do you think Chip?
4: you mentioned Wells Bayou uh King Guillermo you mentioned um you know uh don't laugh at me here so I have a horse still in my top 10 um who everybody knows stormed the court um I you know yeah I know he won the two-year-old title last year it was sort of a two-year-old title by you know default if you will um it could have went anyway there um I still have him in the bottom uh part of my top 10. I thought he ran better his last out. Um, again, we need to he needs more running. He needs to race more. Uh I'm not saying he's maybe not a contender to win right now, but I think he's certainly in the top 15 three-year-olds right now uh but I, you know, his career's been kind of put on hold right now because of what's happened. So
0: I, you know, I, I actually love that you said that, um, and, and I'll tell you why I like Storm the Court, and I just think he needs his race, because I, I believe, and I could be wrong about this, but I feel like Storm the Court is that uh, horse, like we just mentioned, a Shackleford, and also a, um, a horse like, oh God, was it War Emblem?
4: You know, I think if Court goes to the lead,
0: I think he's tough to catch. I think he's that kind of horse. So I think if Storm the Court can get the lead around the turn, I think he's that horse, and I think he showed that a little bit. And I just don't think we've seen him on the lead. Do you think that's crazy of me to say, or no?
4: I mean, obviously we know Storm the the Court storm the court has talent i mean he ran third last out it was not a poor effort at all he's beaten a little over little over five lengths by authentic and uh finished about three and a half behind honor ap finished ahead of thousand words uh you know i just think he needs more racing and uh i'm not saying he's the top three-year-old i'm just saying i think he belongs in the upper echelon um until proven otherwise. Uh, if he had run poorly his last start, I may have, I may have dropped him a lot more. But, but uh, you know, I still, I still have him in my top 15.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I do like him. I, I think he runs hard is basically what I'm saying. Like, every time. I think he's that kind yeah. of close. And he runs hard. And when he's on the lead, I mean, I think he showed that. Um, he's tough to catch, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think he does run hard all the time, which is – for that age is is huge um yeah he won at what like 50 to 1 in the breeders cup that was crazy but he ran a good race i mean but he ran well yeah yeah there was nothing yeah there wasn't that wasn't like people fell down um speaking of that last race with authentic you did see the start of that that's what's scary about authentic is he almost
4: fell on his face coming out of the game exactly (laughs) He ran very well considering the trip. I think it was an underrated performance. Honor AP is a a real horse. He's a strong horse. I think Honor AP, you're going to hear a lot from that guy, uh, hopefully before the year is out, uh, if if we have some racing. So I think it was a legitimate field, that authentic beat. And uh, for the race he ran, for his trip, I thought it was maybe a little bit underrated. So uh, I like him a lot. And to your point about Maxfield, perfect example you know he wins a breeder's futurity a grade one hasn't run since he's back on the work tab he had two starts uh at age two now he'd be a horse typically we would not be talking about for the kentucky derby because it's in three weeks but this guy now has time so don't count him out he's by street sense uh he could he could make some waves i like his connections a lot
0: yeah no i do and and he dropped in the odds a lot Um, in the last week, I don't know if everybody got onto it. He went from like 15 to one to nine to one and didn't do anything. Uh, Uh, Nine to one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He was like, when I first started talking about it, he was like 20 and I was just like, okay. And yeah. In the future is now he's nine. He's like a third choice or something.
4: Wow! Where, you know, I mean, wow, that's surprising. That is surprising. So you got money coming in on on Maxfield. So I think they're they're looking at that horse the same way we are. He's got a lot of time to prep and get ready. He has the pedigree. He hasn't lost a race yet. So there's a lot of upside to Maxfield.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. So everybody out there, I did see a horse last weekend. Just to mention it real quick before we uh, get. Get going on everything um i don 't know if you saw this horse. I think I mentioned him the sona man Sona man did you see him last week at Gulfstream? i did not um he,
4: he I did not review that yet
0: yeah uh check him out he He was on a derby path he was supposed to be had some time off, and another one that went off like five to one a Rosario came from dead last and <laughs> And blew everybody off and the stretch, which is impressive in Gulfstream because you know, no one ever comes from behind there usually. So, um, he's he's one to watch for a three year old is uh Sonaman Sonaman Sonaman, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. check him out when it'll he- be interesting to see where they go next. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's a couple interesting ones, I guess that's the fun part of it, but yeah, so uh. That's, that's pretty much all we have right now. AJ, anything else? Sarah, anything else for Chip?
1: yeah. I think we've wasted enough of his time.
4: Well, it wasn't a waste of time. It was fun, fun to talk horses, fun to kind of talk about something other than the whole news of the world right now. So it's good to, to get into some horse racing talk and talk about the, the next few months of racing.
0: Absolutely. Get, get our mind off everything for a minute. Are you a WWE fan? Ask AJ any questions. He can give you the dirt if you are. I'm not, so.
4: No. No, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. No, don't <laughs> no, be sorry.
1: <something>. just <laughs> head out then. Really? It's fake.
4: It's not even real.
0: It's fake. It's all acting. Don't tell him that. He thinks it's real still. He thinks he actually won. He, he's got a record. Yeah.
1: No, I think, no, I mean, I lost so much. I figured it had to have been real.
0: Don't tell his concussions that. Yeah. <laughs> all right well chip um we will let you go we'll we'll end this interview uh it was fantastic uh thank you so much uh please tell us where people can follow you
4: and uh twitter is uh at dr derby uh d-o-c-t-o-r-d-e-r-b-y i believe is the handle for dr derby uh and, uh, obviously horse You can see the division rankings every week. It's a top story. Uh, so I think uh, this Wednesday morning will be the next edition. I got to get down and kind of go over the last weekend's, uh, races, uh, tonight or tomorrow and kind of get ready. It's a little easier to do nowadays. There's a lot less racing, so a lot <laughs> less changes, but, yeah. but I try and, uh, up the status of each horse and and maybe put a little nugget out there for each horse uh that maybe is new that we've learned in the past week or so whether it be works or whatnot so uh yeah i love doing it
0: yeah that's fantastic because um and especially for people that are and people should get more into the breeders cup because that's huge what you're doing for the breeders cup obviously um with divisions and and, and ages and all that stuff for anybody that's watching the breeders cup and looking at the thing, because I think that's the most interesting thing that we don't talk about. Everybody knows about the Derby, but the Breeders' Cup has all these fantastic races and divisions. Yeah, that,
4: it's right up my alley. I've always paid attention to every division. Uh, uh, so the three-year-old males isn't even my favorite division, but I, that's how into all the divisions I am. So, yeah, I, I'm very well versed with the rankings. You know, I have to vote on the Eclipse Awards at the end of the year, so I take it very serious uh my votes at the end of the year so i i am up to date every weekend i usually like i said go over the report over the results on uh, monday and tuesday before i redo the rankings every week
0: now i would never ask anybody what they voted for but did you you can ask me
4: i publish it every year
0: oh you do so did you (laughs) vote for all the winners
4: um so this past year uh so i come out with a piece uh right at the end of december with all my picks. I'm very transparent. I think you have to be transparent as a voter because as we know, as fans have seen, there are some really ridiculous votes for horses that don't deserve to even be mentioned and I think it's a travesty. So I'm very transparent with my votes. As far as this year, I have to look to see um, to see if I was wrong about any of them. Uh, I know that uh, for horse of the year, I did vote for bricks and mortar yeah. so i was right there uh obviously uh i will tell you this though if if midnight Bezu had won the breeders cup distaff um i would have seriously considered voting her for horse of the year i think her season was unbelievable for what she did in this day and age um and so other than that i think i think i had all of them right oh the turf female i was wrong i voted for sister charlie um, I thought that she did enough to not be unseated. I don't think she she did not do anything to lose the Eclipse. In my opinion, she still ran well. She she lost once, the yeah. first time in what eighteen months in, yeah. uh, in the Breeders' Cup Filliamer uh, Turf. So I, I voted for her still. Um, <clears throat> other than that, I think I I think I had everything right. I had Kofefi. Um, Uni. Well, Uni
0: won the female, right? Was it Uni?
4: Uni? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She she won it. Um that's a c nah, uh, but that's yeah, that's 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 splitting
0: hairs there with Sister Charlie.
4: Well that was the toughest division, so Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I think I had them all right.
0: Yeah, Irad was hard not to vote for. Yeah, um, I
4: did vote for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or Javier what's his name, AJ? Javier what?
1: Um yeah. He can't say his name. Stevens.
2: Cat Stevens. <laughs> Cat Stevens. Javier,
1: Cat, Cat Stevens. Javier Cat Stevens. Yeah. Cat okay. Castellones. Castellano. <laughs> Castellabone. Yeah, you can't say it. Castellabino. Yeah, he, he, can't it. yeah he, can't, he can't do it, Chip. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um, no, that's, that's right. That's, that's,
0: that's good to know, though, because yeah, I wonder about that because um, I watched the awards and I'm a big bricks and mortars fan this year.
4: in the game so if you you can win yourself a big race like that you're going to try it but you know had you gone in the classic had you won the breeder's cup classic bricks and mortar just went from here to here in historical ratings in my opinion he just he just accomplished something that well had never been would have never have been done and people would be looking at him back at him decades from now differently i'm not I, that's just me being selfish as a fan. I think it would have been a really cool experience, sort of like when Giants Causeway came here in 2000 and almost pulled it off, or, in, uh, yeah, in 2000, uh, when he lost to Tisnow. So, yeah, th- that was my angle.
0: Yeah, and it was surprising that, you know, and I even thought, and I could be totally wrong, like maybe he's just off right now, you will know better than me, um, that he didn't go to Dubai and in the big one because I did think he might show up there. Uh, you know, I mean, look what Bisu did. You know, obviously yeah. now the winner, I guess. I guess the winner now is Midnight Bisou, um, Maximum Security. You know, I, I was actually surprised about that. Okay, you didn't want the classic, but why not? But I don't know. Why, why travel him? I don't know. But did you think that as well? Did you think he might go to Dubai?
4: I was surprised um – I was surprised to a degree that he didn't stay in training to go to Saudi. I think you're talking about Saudi Arabia first. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. And, uh, but, you know, they accomplished a lot with the horse. So he's worth a lot of money uh, to go to the breeding. And so I just think yeah. they probably made the right move. Um, and it turns out with Dubai and not running at all, um, you know, a lot of people were talking about, you know, horses are doing both races and obviously that didn't happen so um it probably worked out for the best i think the horses that i was surprised vino rosso didn't stay in training maybe uh to yeah. for, for these big race but they, they they made the right decision because look what happened with dubai so
0: yeah no exactly exactly yeah interesting um all right that was fantastic i could sit here all day but i probably should yeah. it with you chip uh, <laughs> 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 um yeah i sarah and alex are like he could it. too yeah, I really could. Um, no, that was fantastic. So, all right. So we have all Chip's info. Yeah. Everybody follow. Him. That's Doctor Derby, um, which I don't think he likes being called, by the way.
1: Um, you know,
4: <laughs> it's me. just what happened, and but call me Chip. Uh, <laughs> I, well, you just, gotta
1: embrace that though. Yeah, I mean, I you do. Were, you were, I do. You were awarded a Ph.D. for just well, being yeah, yeah cool
4: yeah. yeah it all started with animal kingdom so let's just leave it at that yeah, yeah, when i you when like i knew that. The,
0: what is it the tiger king what's tiger king
4: tiger king oh, God. <laughs> yeah can be worse
1: you could be called that
4: yeah exactly
0: yeah so yes dr derby Chad. dr
1: derby the the horse king
4: Absolutely. Right. Don't compare me to that guy.
1: Peter's going to be calling you in a second. You're going to have that.
0: Guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. Fantastic. Thank you yeah. so much, Thank Chip. Thank you.
1: Uh, thanks, Chip.
4: All right, guys. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. We'll keep in touch. We'll let you know everything we're doing, and hopefully we we'll talk soon.
4: Okay. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. Stay Thank safe. Too. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: No. Got me off balance pretty good. And and so you lost both irons right then and there. And what's going through your mind at that point? Well, well, get my feet back in the stirrups, you know. So uh, right. I, the
1: their feet back in the irons, and they end up just pulling them up. Right. But because he was able to get it done within the first eighth of a mile, and you know, if it had been a five furlong race, yeah. he obviously probably. Well, we're gonna go into all those at some point. Right, well, so. you talk about, you talk about your own fear of riding these horses, like the way they are, like, that's gotta be a scary fucking moment. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: But then they don't even like bat an eye. They get on the next horse and in the next race.
1: Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. Cause Jared went back and won the whole thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's,
0: oh. They're the craziest people in the world. We yeah. talked about that before. I, there's no athlete out there. That's that crazy. Yeah. Um, dedicated i'll say crazy is maybe a bad word but i don't know uh but much respect to all those people that go out there because
2: god, god bless their heart i wouldn't do it heck no
0: <laughs> i'll tell you that right you're now you're
2: pay me enough to do that that's crazy
0: i probably would actually i don't know because i'm not smart um, that is true with that i'm crazy or not smart
2: both okay
0: uh anyway um, so I'm going to run into the fact of I usually do my horse to watch the week. And we joked around about this because um, there's no horses to watch this week. And after watching the Oakland Stakes, I, I, I said this before, we talked about it a little bit. I don't think anybody in that race impressed me that much, you know, obviously. I think The only thing you found out that Thousand Words might not be a derby horse. Uh, so I didn't see any horses really to watch that are on the radar I went over uh, Sona Man last week, the week before, obviously, I went over Money Moves. I don't have one this week, so then my horse to watch is no horse because there's no horses to watch right now,
1: which... I feel, like, I feel like we just didn't need to even bring that up. Yeah, I know, but
0: maybe someone out there is waiting for my horse to watch.
1: I don't think so, no. Probably not.
0: You're probably right, but...
2: <laughs> you never know. There oh. is an actual, like, YouTube. There's a, a YouTuber that does horse racing, and he has a segment called Horse to Watch. Because we show we, up... Um, he
1: we here eat. at Triple Clowns would like to apologize for wasting everyone's time over the course of the last two minutes. Two minutes? <laughs> <Three> <laughs> How minutes long have we been on? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, Even more so in the last two minutes.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah um, but, so... But let's go a little fun now. We've talked a lot of horse racing. Um, let's go a little bit fun. And what do you want to do? Horses ass first or the degenerate corner? What do you think, think
1: AJ? Your call. Oh, we can go degenerate corner because it All is an right. exciting day. All right. So we're going right
0: to AJ Ryder and his degenerate corner. Where AJ tells what the degenerate gamblers out there doing right now and what they're betting on, and the angles they should use, other than horse
1: racing, usually. <laughs> yeah. Take it away, AJ. So it's, it's an exciting, exciting day um, for degenerate gamblers everywhere, because today on Bovada, the uh, futures landed for, drum roll please, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest.
2: Ah, yes.
0: Yeah,
1: yes. this is big time. Okay. Yeah, so we got a lot of time to think about these.
0: But. Do we actually think that's going
1: to okay.
2: happen?
0: I I don't. There's no one's going to go to a hot dog eating contest right now.
1: <laughs> we have to we have to stay positive and have things to look forward to if we're all going to get through this this coronavirus together.
0: I don't think the hot dog eating contest is going right. to
2: happen.
1: Yeah, I think they easy. push it back. I, they, might, they might suspend it for a little while. I don't think they'll, they'll cancel They're it. Cancel okay, first of all, this, is, a, this is an to, American institution. Okay,
0: first of all, if you've been to Coney Island, <laughs> That's
2: true. Coney Island
0: was disease ridden before the coronavirus.
2: Yeah. If anybody it's, out there has been yeah, there. So, yeah, so at I'm
0: this point, it's immune. People, I'm sorry for you people that go to Coney Island or are fans of it, because I'm just sorry for that. I'm not sorry for what I said. I'm sorry that you go to Coney Island. I can say that. I lived in New York, and Coney Island is not the Coney Island we thought of 30 years ago that you no, see. No, it has know, changed. It's, yeah, it's not even the one in the Warriors. It's not that anymore. No. And that wasn't very nice, let's face it.
2: I think it, looks, it looked nicer in the Warriors than it does now. Yeah, does I mean, now.
0: listen, if you're not going to step on a hypodermic needle or a used condom in Coney Island, you didn't go to Coney
2: Island. Exactly.
0: So... I, I, yeah. So anyway, go, go on with your degenerate corner. I'm sorry for all you people out in Brooklyn that are mad at me right now. Oh, well. Oh, Stay well. out of Coney Island. Yeah.
1: Okay? Yeah. So now that I've hyped up the hot dog eating contest and you've brought it back down, let's talk about, you know, <laughs> people who at least want to get their, their fix in on this big news or big uh, the big one that we've seen so far, the men's winner right now, they have over under set at 71 and a half. Now, the world record, which Joey Chestnut set two years ago, is 74. Uh, You can move that line to 72.5 to get a little better odds because right now the over-under set at 72.5. The over, you're getting plus 110 back on that one. The over-under for 71.5. The over, you're getting minus 130, and and the under, you're getting minus 110. But when you look at how Joey Chestnut's ate the last – four years uh now that he's won four in a row after getting after losing after eight straight wins losing one and then coming back to win four straight he's hit over 70 all four times including the world record two years ago so i think yeah i I like the over in this one because i think typically the uh
3: the hot dog
2: Probably one of the best analysis I've ever heard on a hot dog. (laughs)
0: Obviously, AJ knows more about hot dog than he does horse racing. Yeah. We've learned that a hell of a lot more. But also, do you think, AJ, that as you get older in most sports, you decline athletically? I feel like as an eater personally, the older I get, the more I can eat. Do you think you peak later on in life as an
1: eater? Well, no. I mean, look at Joey Chestnut and, and even uh, Kobayashi back when he when he was reigning superior. I mean, Joey Chestnut's only 36. I, I feel like that's a pretty good prime for an eater. Um, is, uh, last year, I I I don't remember what the conditions were entirely, but if you look at the women's champion Mike Sudo, also the world record holder in the hot dog eating contest. Or, I'm sorry, was the, the reigning champion uh, in the women's hot dog eating contest. She only ate 31 last year, and her record was 41. Uh, she's also 36 years old. Um, so maybe, you know, 35 was just not, it's not a good year for the eater, but I do think that you'll, they'll continue to trip, trend upwards strictly because I mean, both of these eaters have. It, last year just clearly wasn't a good year for hot dog eaters. I'm not entirely sure what it was. It's probably cause I was in New York and didn't get to go. Um, yeah, yeah, you actually,
0: yeah, you were in New York. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that was the year before. They were a little
1: bit disappointed.
0: Was that was it? The, it was the year before because we were in California. Well, don't
1: tell me that because then I could have watched the world record. Yeah, no, I was the year before
0: because we were here. We were here, year. yeah. And you were with us July 4th in New York. So it was the year before. Yeah, um, yeah so you could have seen the world record. Um, yeah, so I guess hot dog eaters and like quarterbacks. It's around the same age that the decline starts happening.
1: Uh, I know the older I get the more I want to eat So uh, I want to but I do
0: believe that I probably could eat more when you're growing and like maybe your testosterone's higher I don't know I don't know the girl thing would be um, I want to enter Sarah in the hot dog eating contest because she'd probably break the world record
2: oh yeah I can do some damage there
0: yeah if it was an ice cream eating contest look out
2: yeah
0: um, and if you ever do look at all the people that do win those they, they like have like full-blown six-packs, and they weigh like 120 pounds. It makes no sense.
3: Well, Kobe actually was – Oh, you, you want to talk weekend? about
1: Pete, you want to talk about conspiracy. So in 2014, Joey Chestnut won with 61 hot dogs. 2015 was the year that Matt Stoney beat him and knocked him off his throne after 8 years, and then Chestnut comes back the following year and eats 10 more. You tell yeah, me is there yeah. something there?
0: Well, and I also wonder if the the number of the winner goes down because maybe you just know you don't have to eat as many. And like, if I don't have to eat 80 hot dogs and I can eat 60 and win, why the fuck would I eat 80 hot dogs? (laughs) True. (laughs) One of the greatest sound bites ever. Why the fuck would I eat 80 (laughs) hot dogs?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, granted, I think the sport of, of competitive eating has evolved so much with the hot dog eating contest, especially in the last, like, 10 or 20 years. Because when you look at when Governor Kobayashi was unbeatable, Kobayashi's best hot dog uh, contest was, like, 53. Yeah. Now we're at 74 <laughs> in, like, 15 years. Tapeworm. I'm not sure what they can use for PEDs in this sport, tapeworm. but I think there might be yeah. something to tapeworm.
3: it.
0: They give themselves a tapeworm. And, well you know there's some people out there that have like that like mental defect I don't know what to call these people right now without offending people but there's like a sort of thing wrong with your brain that they'll, they will have to watch them because they'll just eat like gorge themselves yeah. and they'll eat they until like they don't taste or they don't like get full and they're out there and if so I want to manage sure for those that's people me. I think they're in homes no I think they're like not right <laughs> in the head they're like Yeah.
1: So far, okay. So far, you've explained my life.
0: Yeah. So
2: maybe we need to admit you,
0: or just manage him in the hot dog eating contest.
1: I mean, one of the two. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We can we can come out with a monetary gain on this, or we can just commit me. Yeah. I mean, I'm
2: trying to make some money off you first. All
1: right. So yeah. I feel. Anyway, so there's one more one more contest we need to talk about because it's it's uh, if you remember, like in 2016, the PETA member. Through the fake blood on, on the contestants at the hot dog eating contest. Do you remember that? Yeah. So again, for, I think like the third or fourth consecutive year now, we do have a special bet. Will a contestant be interrupted by a PETA member during the contest? What is PETA and not so- going to interrupt?
0: Oh, And, and note, note to PETA, PETA, they're not actually dogs. Okay. I don't know if they know that or not. They blew
1: their mind. <laughs> I don't think they realize that. I don't think they care. No, no,
0: no. Um, yeah, I, I mean,
1: but if you were a member of PETA, wouldn't you just put a bunch of money on yes, it's going to happen because you get do like it. seven to one, and yeah. then do it? Yeah.
0: Well, I think we didn't touch on it, but I did want to touch on like all these gambling things where I feel like they could be. If you notice, I think you can notice there's a limit on what you can bet. You can only bet like a thousand dollars on certain things because, like all those prop bets on things, just say. Alex and I were big gamers, and they're betting on people doing stuff. And obviously, if we knew each other, there'd probably be a conspiracy behind it. But if we don't even know each other, like there's a way I could get a hold of Alex and be like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna let you win." Like, it's not regulated. It's not like yeah. bo- why do you think boxers make so much money in a fight? Because they could throw the fight <laughs> if they wanted to, but it's not worth it for them because they're gonna get paid more next fight. Um. So yeah, I mean. Why wouldn't you do that? That's why I would never trust any of that. Like, two kids playing a game.
2: Yeah.
0: How could one not throw it? I mean, I would. Go ahead, everybody. Say, my, my like, I'm a shitty person or whatever. You know what? You would too. <laughs> Shut up. Because I might get beat anyway. So who cares? <laughs> like, at least there's a win for me at the end of it. You know, it's kind of like the 50 to one shot, taking the 500 bucks. A yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the hard part or even the Madden simulations. I feel like there's somebody that could be
1: controlling that.
2: Yeah, I don't, re- I don't understand that one.
1: Well, that's all, that's all computer simulated. So it's two computer teams going against yeah, each other. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anything else from degenerate corner? No. Um, well, I just wanted to go over the hot dog contest. So everyone knows right now in Bovada, there's about 17 different categories you can bet on, um, from the spread between the winner and second place, obviously, Well, to took over. to go over. To go well, over I mean, they they just released the hot today, so, so, I so I haven't really gotten the
0: depth on it. If it wasn't the 4th of July, is that actually something that would be rescheduled? Yeah. You think they'd
1: go out of their yeah. way? Well, Not competitive eating is like every other league where this is like their Super Bowl. I mean,
0: no. it's
2: the Super Bowl this of is, hot dogs. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: I mean, qu- question for you, AJ. Do you think we'll have a 4th of July this year? I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, pretty
1: sure we'll, we're safe on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good, because I thought I was going to trick you. Because what would come after the third of July?
2: Will <laughs> we you, roll out 4th yeah. of July.
0: <laughs> no. It's like the old question: Is there a Fourth of July in England?
1: Yes, yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and there's a fit. Um, yeah. So I had to think about Good that on. for a second, actually. All right, so let's go to. Uh, My favorite segment, which you guys always have to look incredibly stupid, and it's the Who's the Horse's Ass? Which every week, there's no winner. There's always two horse's asses, and it's AJ Ryder and Sarah Heidloff, and let's see what they've learned so far. All right, Sarah? All right, you ready, AJ? We
2: got to say our names. That's our buzzer.
1: Oh, we're, okay. Oh, we have a couple ways of doing it this time oh. it Okay, can you
2: bit. explain that first? Is it
1: multiple choice yet? Can we, can nope. we get a multiple choice question? This motherfucker. He
2: refuses nope, that one because well, the first one,
1: <sighs> the first one is easy.
2: Okay.
0: Now, if I can find it. Well, you know I'll go right. No, no. All right. Now this one isn't easy. We're actually going to start with the hardest <laughs> one, and I'll see if one of you got awesome. Seven horses ever to win the Eclipse Award. The Eclipse Award's been around since 1971 for Horse of the Year. Seven multiple winners of it.
1: I want you guys to name me two. Wait, you said it's been around for seven years and there's seven multiple winners? Since
0: 71, it's been around. Oh. Seven horses have been multiple winners. One actually won three times.
2: They were...
0: Multiple winners and... You guys can even go together on this and see if you can get two. Yeah,
2: let's do that. Go ahead. Well.
0: AJ, are you looking it up? Don't look it up. <laughs> Don't look it no. up.
1: No. I only know like seven horses to begin with. I'm What's just trying to think if any of them. were good. Okay, once
0: again, 1971. 70, yeah, that's not going to be it. just
1: Seabiscuit. Secretariat.
2: Secretariat. Secretariat is one.
1: Yeah. Um Um Sarah, what are other horses? I
2: think
0: of that. Um you guys might not know any of these, honestly. I'll give you a hand. Tis now.
1: <laughs>
2: no.
0: No, but you're reading that from that because he did win it one year.
1: No, that's Tis the Law's Tis Tis the Law's um pedigree, right? Yeah. I was looking at Tis the Law stuff today, so okay. <laughs> that's uh, one of no, the few ones I on know. One.
0: Um, I'll, I, will yes. gi- I will give you guys a hint. You're obviously already the horse's ass. The one hint is um, a few of these horses have been mentioned on our show. Not too much, but have been mentioned on our show. One of them is the state we live in is the first name of this horse.
3: California.
0: Go for a third? Cat. Oh, yeah.
2: And the third has been mentioned on the show?
0: The third? Probably, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Well, there's there's a bunch of them. I'll name them in a second. Yeah. But maybe the one you might know that's been mentioned on the show. Um, this is such an easy hand. I don't even know what to say. Uh, if you were playing poker, good chance you might have one of these in your hand.
2: Ace of spades.
1: Don't think cards.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Oh. What? If you're playing poker, this horse you might have may one have beef.
0: belonged in a humidor. Cigar. All right, and last but not least, this will be a little bit fun. I'll put the two horses' asses against each other. We'll just say 30 seconds. Nate, we talked to Gerard earlier. And, well, earlier in the week. And he is number 38 on the list of most wins for a jockey. Name as many jockeys as you can.
1: Hold on, hold on. Okay, so we have 30 seconds to name as many jockeys, but you're pitting us against each other? Yeah. So a lot of jockey, if you're right. If I, so if she names one, I can't name that one? No. No. What? That would be the stupidest game ever. It what, seems like that would be a tough one. What? It, what, what <laughs> well, I feel like then you have to like take turns or something.
3: Yeah, like you go going, until you oh, can't then, name it. Okay,
0: okay, so you want to take turns and see who can... Who like gets out of it first? That's probably the easiest way. But we're gonna go like one round. So let's
1: start.
2: I'm gonna start the timer. Ready? Go.
1: Sarah first. This is a dumb game. There I
2: one. know. Um, Pat Day.
0: Pat Day is one.
2: Lafitte.
0: No, you He's next.
2: Uh, Chris McC- McCarr. Lafitte.
0: Okay. Lafitte oh wait, we is go, now. Go
2: back and forth.
0: Oh, Russell Bays. Okay, so you look that up
1: because he's number he one. He mentioned that one. He, he mentioned mention. that one. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, so suck it. Okay.
2: Times up in four, three, two, one. All right, now we're keeping going. Yes, so, I, I won. won. <laughs> Chris McCarron.
0: Chris McCarron is one. Paying attention.
1: I, I don't know anymore.
0: Just say your favorite one that you can't say. Oh. He's on Oh, there. he's ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Tyler Castiglione's Tyler <laughs> Castiglione. Okay, first of all, name isn't Tyler.
2: <laughs> you got them, you got two mix. Oh. It's Javier. Javier
0: Castigliones. Okay, we'll we'll accept that because that's super, how you say it.
2: Super close.
0: Okay. All right, next. Um. You were close with Lafitte, but you can't you have to say. I did give you guys a clue before our our internet shut out. Conjunctivitis. Was it
1: a clue or a riddle?
0: Conjunctivitis. You guys don't know what conjunctivitis is? No. Maybe because I wear contacts, I know what that is. That's the riddle. Conjunctivitis.
1: Uh, It sounds like something you get in your teeth. Pink eye? Teeth decay, tooth
0: decay. Lafayette what? Pink eye. Lafayette pink eye. That is true. The dude's name is pink eye? Well, it's Pinkay, Pinkei. Oh, it. Yeah. Pinkot, Pinkay,
2: Pinkay. Okay. Um, I feel like one of the- uh, Alex, Ortiz, Oh, Who is,
1: Oh, is it my turn? Oh. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um. I mean, you have like 30-
1: Rosario.
0: People. Huh? Rosario. Who? No, no
2: I, too young. I feel like-
1: You can't go young. Oh. They're not gonna have that many wins. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going with the ones I know now.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say one of the Ortiz. Okay, one of, okay, the one of them brothers.
1: was
0: one of them was talked about where Gerard's good friends, Mike Smith. That is one of them, but I was talking about a different one. But Mike Smith, uh, we will uh, take. Sarah's went one in good here. Friends.
2: He mentioned. Yeah, he mentioned. Yeah, they it.
0: talk like once a week or something. Uh, yeah, say. they do. Um, but no, this this other one you guys won't remember. He was a Louisiana guy.
1: Okay. Oh, um,
0: no, not Talamo. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go Oh, too young. Once again.
2: Yeah.
0: He just got two thousand. So. Hey, uh, I
2: think I'm, right, think I'm so
1: running out are, of names. Are you guys out? I know. Oh, I'm gonna rip. What it. was there? Um, the oh. one I was
0: trying to give you a hint was was Eddie De La Husay. Do you remember he mentioned Eddie Delahuse was his friend? Mm-hmm. And he said that he thought he would get mad because he didn't say he was his mentor, was Eddie De La Yeah. He is and on he the said list of they, they 15. Um, but the top, I'll just give you guys the top 10 that maybe you guys have heard of it. Russell Bay is number one. Alex got that one. You should get some points for that. Lafayette Pinkai Jr. Pinkay, Pinkai, they pronounce it Pink Eye. Uh Willie Shoemaker, Bill Shoemaker, one of the biggest names ever. Yeah. Pat day four. David Gale. Um, I think I saw some of Kevin Spacey starred in that movie, The Life of David Gale.
3: Yeah.
0: Huh. It wasn't the same David Gale. But um, Chris McCarran next. Sarah got that one. Perry Wayne Oates. Don't know who that is. Edgar Prado still around. He's still active. So is Perry Wayne Oates. Hey, Perry, if you're listening to us out there, we'd like to talk to you because you're still running. Um, I was oh, I'm probably saying it totally yeah. wrong. I'm not going to say it again. Angel Cordero Jr., Mario Pino, he's around still. Jorge Velasquez, stop me when you guys have heard of one of these people. Early Fires, it's kind of the coolest name ever. Sounds like a wrestler.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember him.
0: Yeah, Early Fires, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one. Okay. Sandy Hawley, Larry Schneider, Eddie De La Husse. talk to Paul. Carl Gambardella. John Velasquez, yes, you yeah. guys know that guy. I that one. Johnny V, the one that I didn't I say he had coronavirus, but I meant yeah, yeah. What <laughs> accident. Like, yeah. Kent DeSormo, you guys know that guy, probably. He's around. John Onden. TJ Houghton. Jerry Bailey might know him. Deshaun Parker, Mike Smith, Joe Bravo, and Calvin. Borail.
2: Mm, yeah,
0: I've, I've heard of that one. Yep. that's your top twenty-five. All right. So we looks like Sarah got like four, you got two. Yeah.
2: I'll
0: take that. Two was good. You did get the number one guy. And yeah. Who's the other one you got. Oh, well, you didn't even say his name.
2: Javier. here.
0: Get the bell away. Cas <laughs> the bell away, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yes. much. Casteluego. Uh,
2: Casteluego. Yeah,
0: so that's the winningest draft. The an- Greek and-
2: unorthodox jockey.
0: No, he's a Greek unorthodox. That's yeah, what I said. Greek unorthodox.
2: Unorthodox. Yeah. All right.
0: All right, well, that that's our who's the horse's ass, if anybody's still listening. Not
2: my
1: fault you guys don't know how to pronounce his name.
0: Once again, AJ Ryder and Sarah Marie ruining the credibility of the show. Yeah,
2: that's what we're here for.
0: Incredible. Boom. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, only two people that make me seem smart. And that's saying something.
2: Well, questionable. Mm, I don't think
0: so. Anyway, okay. all right. Well, with that being said, I'd like to I'm thank our guest, I'm bored. Uh, Dr. Derby himself.
1: Just own that name.
0: And let, me, and let me just say if anybody's still listening at this point, no, you know, if anybody that no. comes on our show, Whoever you work for, like Horse Racing Nation and Daily Racing Forum or whatever it might be. Uh, We've also had PrizNet, Twin Spires. In no way do the people that come on our show have the same opinions or attitudes as we do. We need to put like a thing on that because (laughs) I feel like companies at this point are just gonna be like, no. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, we need to put a
2: disclaimer.
0: Yeah. We do not reflect these websites that are probably very credible.
2: Very highly credible, really. Yes,
1: and yeah. we're
2: not. And and there there's us. Yeah.
1: Well, this is strictly entertainment only. Nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: We don't. Uh, we don't. We don't claim to. Well, I guess it's hard well, to call us entertainment. I guess too. Entertainment but
0: is actually a reach. Is it? Is it entertainment? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it, well, we're here. We're here trying to entertain, not trying to actually, you know, represent. <laughs> <laughs> horse racing the horse racing community as a whole at all yeah no.
2: yeah.
0: and they will fully support that statement by the way
2: <laughs> they will
0: be behind
2: it yeah
0: um but I have my application for PETA and I'm going to see if they accept
1: can we get somebody from PETA on here that'd be fun
0: probably not I'm going to go with oh, no yeah. but it would be awesome yeah. I feel like we should try um yeah so with that being said uh I'll leave it to uh, you guys. I'm out.
2: All right. There he goes. See you later, everybody.
1: All right, we want to give a special thanks today for our guest, Ed DeRosa and Big Gary, for coming on today. Triple Clowns is a production of the team at Big Umbrella. Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Send us your questions at tripleclowns at gmail.com and you may be featured on a future episode. Follow us on social media at Clowns Triple on Twitter and Instagram, and follow me, AJ Ryder at Troy McLean WWE on Twitter. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. All right guys for AJ. J. Ryder, I'm out of here. See you later, everybody.